Okay, kids, how's it going? It is Saturday, 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 Saturday night's all right for fighting. Elton John, 1973, Goodbye Yellow Brick Road. That is a phenomenal song, but you know what is equally as phenomenal? What I'm about to eat from IHOP. Uh, pictures will not do this justice. I just learned, I would have been up about five, 10 minutes ago, but I did learn that when you take live photos on your iPhone, they don't come out as JPEG, so you can't set them as thumbnails. So you have to turn the live photo off, and then you can do it. So I will have more photos to share. Actually, I'll share this photo right now because I don't have time to airdrop it because man on his own, man on his own. This is what I got to eat. I got the breakfast sampler platter. Got all that goodness. I My ring light. It is what it is. Okay, so... I mean, honestly, like $1.50 for fucking toast? Are you fucking kidding me? What a joke. But I'm really excited. I've got sausage, ham, bacon, hash brown, scrambled eggs, and birthday cake pancakes. I'm really excited about all this. So we're going to do a little eat and chat. This might be a new show here on the network where I get food from all sorts of different places because you all know I'm into trying all sorts of foods from all sorts of things, places, and people, which definitely is true. So I am very interested in doing this at least maybe on a weekly basis where I go to a restaurant that I've never been to or I order something off of a menu from a restaurant that I've been to that I've never tried. going to put a little syrup on these birthday cake pancakes and a little more syrup on the hash browns and the eggs and the ham. Get all up in there. Get all up in there. I'm going to set that there. This is very strange to do. I'm in my office, so this is very dif uh, difficult to set all of these empty containers because this thing is crowded as fuck. I'm trying to do my best at holding your all attention while I get set up here. Going to put some butter on the toast, even though I set the knife over there. I'm just going to use my fork. That's going to taste weird. That's see, that's why you don't use a fork for why you don't use a fork for uh, things a knife is for. So definitely gonna be going on a long walk after this. Oh, yeah, straight butter. That is a straight fucking butter. Holy shit. All right, I'm gonna give you guys a visual of these pancakes. Oh my god, I'm so excited. All right, digging in, folks, digging in here on the Rob Fishback channel where we literally go all over the place. Oh my God. Oh my God. Fucking phenomenal. Wow. Wow. This is so good. I don't like the container that they put these in. It's very difficult to maneuver. Oh my God. It tastes like birthday cake. Straight up and down. I love their seasonal flavors. They don't have any seasonal flavors right now. No fall stuff, no winter stuff. I figured they would have had like Easter bunny, like rabbit flavored pancakes or something. They didn't. This is the only one on the menu I've not had other than like the grain pancakes, which fuck that shit. If you're going to eat pancakes and eat all those carbohydrates, you might as well eat something good. I've had the blueberry ones. I almost got the blueberry ones instead of the uh, uh, birthday cake ones, but I've never had these and thought, why not? Let's give it a shot on here on the show. Mm. Oh, oh, 
Oh, so good. It's so good. This is phenomenal. Wow. And also, I haven't had regular bacon other than, well, I lied. I've had regular bacon on a hamburger recently. But mm, I've been all about that turkey bacon since COVID hit. Oh, this is so good. I miss regular. Oh. Mm. Yeah. Oh. This is so good. Now you want rabbit pancakes, you monster. What's next? Peep camp pancakes? I could be down for that. I could totally be down for that. It's so weird just sitting here eating with you all. Let's talk about life. How's everybody doing today? Mm. 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 The only thing missing from this is coffee. I'm drinking water because I've already had coffee today. This is fantastic. Highly, 10 out of 10, recommend the birthday cake pancakes from your local IHOP. Should we do ASMR? Are we going to do ASMR? Yeah, you can hear the chewing. It goes down, down into my belly. Rob's chewing his food. Ever so softly. I'm a loud eater. Uh, I'm sure some of you know that at this point, but if you've ever been stoned with me at 3 a.m. Lego muted me. Oh, Lego, come back. God damn it. Five second rule. Five-second rule. This is so good. This is so good. This is so, this is phenomenal. Mm. It's so good. This food is fantastic. All right, so how's everybody day, how's everybody's day been? I, I went, to, I worked out in the yard for about an hour, cut some stuff back for spring. I'm spitting all over the place. Went to Harbor Freight. Got uh, an electric hedge trimmer because I love Harbor Freight. Their Bauer, their Bauer line of power tools is fantastic. It's my my drill is a Bauer. My uh, chainsaw is a Bauer. What's cool is I got the 1.5 and the 3.0 amp batteries. So they're interchangeable. That's why I'll buy all the stuff from Harbor Freight. So I got a cool hedge trimmer. Then I went to Menards where you save big money. You save big money. You save big money at Menards. Got two cases of water, got some deck spray to clean the deck up. Uh, nature, I'll, I'll probably do a special on that. There's actually an old Rob the Renovator episode from last spring where I did that. You just let You just spray it all over your deck and let nature do its work. And it takes your dirty old deck and makes it look brand new for $4.98 a gallon. Got a new pump sprayer. That was on sale for $10. And then uh, what else did I buy there? Oh, I got a cool... Uh, Thing for the kitchen for my eggs was on sale. I got that. I was looking at some rugs, but I don't think we need to get new rugs yet. And then I left there. I went to a couple thrift stores because I'm remodeling the garage room, looking for some cool vintage stuff. Couldn't find shit. Nothing that I wanted. Went and got the tires rotated at Sam's Club. And while I waited, I got some fish. 
got some meat. They were out of chicken wings, which I'm literally, so I was there, I was at Sam's Club last week and they had chicken wings. And I was like, you know, we're really good on meat because I'm trying to get through everything that's been in the freezer because we had a big chest freezer that I stocked up on in like October, November before the second wave hit. And I was like kind of trying to rotate all that shit out. And I was like, we're good. But now we're getting low on chicken. And I was like, I'm going to get some chicken wings. And then they were out of them. They're out of them like half the time. I'm really getting frustrated with Sam's Club. My uncle was telling me that they've been shopping at Costco. And it seems to be a lot better. But I've, I've been a loyal Sam's. I've been a loyal Sam's Club person since I was like five years old. You know, it's just love going to Sam's Club, you know. So we got, got some odds and ends for the house at Sam's while I waited to get the tires rotated and then left. And then I went to IHOP, picked up this food, which I'm eating now. And I'm going to let you guys go in a second so I can devour the rest of it because nobody needs to see that. That is not good entertainment. Mostly because if, let's, Lego, if you want to pop on and talk while I eat, that's fine. You're welcome to if you're still here. But it's kind of hard for me to like eat and talk running a show by myself. Oh. Mm. So good. Shout out to Chris Martinez who recommended the birthday cake pancakes. Love it. Lego says Sam's club talk equals most Midwestern thing I've ever heard. I thought you knew me pretty well at this point as that's not top, top Midwestern stuff. There's so much, so much big Mo says Costco and BJ's. I don't know what BJ's is. Fill me in on BJ's. Um, because the only thing that I know about BJ is a blowjob. And then there's PJ, which is the yellow uh, dinosaur from Barney and Friends. If anybody remembers that show in the early 90s. But, uh, oh, there's the boss. All right. All right, you talk while I, uh, while I eat. Chris, you are now my arch nemesis. I might have to boycott. For all of this masticating, it's so gross. I've never had him use so many pukey faces. So, so many. It's like ASMR and chewing combined into form one horrible, icky amalgamation of no good grossness. And, uh, yeah, yeah. You're just making up words right now. Like, this, this food is phenomenal. Oh, even the picture looked gross, my man. Even the picture looked gross. It just looked so unappetizing. Then you were eating straight butter. Are you okay? Do you just want? Do you just want to take lard from the teats of cows? Like, what's happening? I mean, I'm gonna go for a walk after this. Like, at least a mile. That doesn't. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Right. No. Go ahead. Go ahead. Explain it to me. You're still, that doesn't unclog them arteries, my man. I mean, there's still this much left. I only used one. God damn it. I want to focus. But there's that much left in it. I only used one container. Great butter. It's one container. There were other options. Most people that I go out to lunch or dinner with back in the before world would put like a whole thing of butter on each piece of toast and then their pancakes. Oh, man. See, that just goes back to the U.S. diet and how it's real bad. It's it's really terrible. We need to we need to reteach people about that food pyramid and everyone instead of taking P.E. So, OK, rant in school, it's mandated we, t- we have P.E. That's so 
excuse my language, fucking stupid. They should have kids take excuse your language classes and calisthenics classes and learn how to what the healthiest way to eat as well as healthy ways to, you know, maintain, you know, the body. And they don't even have to do like health class stuff. I'm talking more in depth, like here is how your body breaks down what you eat and here's what you need to do to ensure that you're getting as many miles out of your body as you can. Instead of just, okay, stand in the line and play dodgeball. That's such a waste of fucking time. It doesn't actually teach kids anything. So when they grow up, you get the obesity rate that we have in the U.S. It's just so dumb. The educational system is bullshit. Rant concluded. Well, I mean, we should do a whole episode on, uh, we should say that for a different show. Wink, wink. But uh, we should talk about the education. I mean, I could talk about the educational system for hours at a time and shit all over it. Days. All fucking day. All Days. that being said. Have you heard of this PJs? Most says most telling me it's like another Costco. Oh no. PJs, no, PJs. No. PJs wholesale. It's basically another Costco. No. Never heard of it. But most so, people don't know Menards. So most people don't know what? Menards, which is my favorite store of all time. I was gonna say, so I move around a lot and you know, right. every every place has, you know, a different grocery store. Like so when I lived in Illinois, I went to Jewel. what? Did you go to Jewel like we do? No. no? I'm trying Where? to think of the name of it. I almost said Warenberg, but that's the movie theater. It was Deerberg's. But I don't know if that's popular in northern Illinois. No, so okay, so you lived in the southern part, right? Yeah, yeah, but then, like, a, for instance, in Maryland, I went to Safeway here in Georgia. I go to Kroger. There's Kroger's here, in, they're more in the south, though. Yeah, it's gonna say, uh, Hickey, California. Hickey I think or... I went to Lucky's or Happy's or something like that. Which you I know what? One of the also owned by Kroger. You know what? I can't wait to do when I go to LA. Is go to a fucking uh, uh, Ralph's because you know when uh, yes, when Walter Ralph's. when Walter says in Lebowski he goes where's your nearest Ralph's I was like what the fuck is Ralph's, Ralph's and then I was talking to my buddy Connor who lives in L A and he's like oh that's like the local grocery store chain out here I'm like fuck yeah I want to go so, there and get a full just coffee can when I when I lived in L A we didn't have WalMarts there whoa <laughs> how did where did you buy everything. I stores. So There's here's other the stores thing. Than Walmart? This is, hang on, this is why Walmart for, targets for white women. You know what I'm saying? Like that's you know, as far as I'm concerned, that's where the white women shop is. Target. <laughs> but um, I I don't shop at Target. They don't they don't have anything I want to buy. No, that was just beautiful. You know I'm right. You know I'm right. It's for it's for good looking dudes. To buy, you know, what it's whatever. Go ahead. I have, I have, okay, funny stories. Anyway, <laughs> where was it going? No, oh, Walmart. Walmart. Yeah, Walmart, no Walmart. So the reason Walmart got so big is because they put grocery stores in small towns that geographically didn't have any, a lot of stores anywhere near them. And then they just built up so much popularity, they were able to expand out to large areas. Where I'm, so where I grew up in like various places in LA and Southern California, you they they had stores, 
No, keep ranting. Keep ranting. Yeah. So they had stores. So it really wasn't necessary for them to do that. They they're there now, but like so. When I grew up, and people, when I first moved and heard of Walmart, like, I don't know what that is. And people who grew up in smaller towns find that pretty I crazy. I mean, Walmart, Walmart was kind of like a, the hillbilly store. Um, still is. No was. Still is. <laughs> can I, Chris, can you type in? <laughs> still is. It says Walmart is a hillbilly store to a hillbilly, please. Thank you. <laughs> um, so when I was growing up, because like, my uh uh we would go my mom refused to shop at walmart fucking refused she actually she finally came around to walmart maybe just like three or four years ago but she was always a jewel target shopper white woman um and uh my grandma took us to walmart a couple of times when i was growing up in a, in a different town because there wasn't there wasn't a lot of walmarts in the 90s like there was a few just not a ton kmart was more the the popular place and uh, I just remember it always had this like hillbilly connotation. Like that's where all the hillbillies shop. And long, lo and behold, by the late 2000s, early 2010s, Walmart had pretty much taken over. You know, they kind of, you know, they cornered the market. And Kmart started going under the blue light special was Ooh. done in a way with. What? But uh, I don't know if you're familiar with the blue light, blue light special from Kmart. Uh that's a whole different conversation for a different day i want to meet myself because i gotta blow my nose but finally he learns uh yes gotta mute well different if we're just talking not live on air i'm not gonna mute myself for that but you know anyways anyways and then walmart kind of became a store that everybody shopped at and like I said, my own mother finally came around to it like three or four years ago. I'm, I'm not shopping at Walmart. It's stores gross. They never, they never stop. Agreed. So once again, you know, which why she shops Target. We call it my, we call it Target because it's like fancy French. Oh, for fuck's sake! What do you mean for fuck's oh, sake? Does the does Lego go to Target, if you will? Yes. Well, I know you go to Target because you've told me. We've talked about it before. Yeah, but I also live in like a food desert, so. You live in a what? Food desert. So What's there a aren't food a lot. Desert? So I live in a very poor area, and okay. the four nearest grocery stores to me have all closed down. So I have to go to the next town over to get to Kroger. Okay. Kind of annoying. And like this week, for instance, so my town has this like big event that happens this week, and the entire street is like closed down for the event. What kind of an now event? I can't even go. What kind of an event? I want to hear all about, um, all about it. What? Tell me all about it. What's this event that they they shut the shit down? Well, I don't want to be specific because then it would it would be very clear what city I live in. But uh, no. it's just a big event, you know, you know, big thing. Okay. You got to tell me later because you know I'm going to want to know. <laughs> I know. I know. Uh, yeah. So he says Tarjay. No, G A E with the little little dash above the E. Whoop. Wrong comment. No, like T A R G E E with the last E having the little like Tarjay, like Tarjay, Tarjay. Like this is how we're gonna fucking. So why are you suddenly doing Borat when you go French? I'm very concerned and a little disturbed. I uh, do you need help or a slap in the face? I don't know. Well, I'd have to come to your town. For you to slap me. 
<laughs> I think I can give you a look. That is a slap. <laughs> I won't, but just know Some I have that problem. in my expression repertoire. Another French term. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know, Star. Target has a literal target. It's Target. I know. I know. Target. Oh, because that sounds like Borat. Okay. Target. Nope. How do I do? <laughs> <laughs> you can't do it without sounding like Borat, can you? <laughs> hold on. Hold on. Give me a second. I love the dance you're doing to like pep yourself up. <laughs> Set me up. Ask me where I'm going. Rob, Rob, man, 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 where, where are you off to on this lovely day? You know, kid, I'm, uh, I'm going to go to Menards, right? And I'm going to go hit up the big W because that's what I call Walmart is the big W. The little W is Walgreens because it's a smaller store. Big W, little, little, big W, little W. Then I'm going to go to Target. And like you're in the 90s talking about <laughs> God-forsaken presidents. <laughs> Target. <laughs> once, once a hero of the day, one, I don't know his name, Bart, Sheriff Bart, he asked a question. Not many were asking. He asked, where are the white women at? And today, today I can tell you, ladies, gentlemen, and all other individuals, they're at Target. So where do white women be? Target. Yeah, it doesn't sound right coming out of your mouth, right? Target. Target. No. You just can't do it, dude. You're gonna you're gonna have to workshop that and come back. Can you do it? Can you do it? Target. Pancakes gone. Almost done with the rest of my food. See if we That's can finish it. So next much minute. food. You oh yeah, my body my body hurts right now. Like it doesn't feel well. When we get off here, I'm gonna probably have to lay down for a little bit before I go for my walkie walks. Rob, you need to rethink. So I used to work out at the gym where all the people in the core uh, oh, what's so it, the Marine Corps workout. Okay. It's obviously Marine Corps very intense. So a lot of these guys, they'll literally work out in the gym till they puke. How stupid is that? You're undoing all your work in progress by working out that hard. Like working out till you feel like you're going to puke. My buddy Ski told me that. My buddy Ski told me. Not fine. See, this is also the same thing I'd say to you, Rob. You can, eating all this unhealthy food and then working out doesn't, actually the working out doesn't actually undo the unhealthy things you're putting into your body <coughs> you mean to get ripped <sighs> someone save me <laughs> that well yes but also i mean you're going to be in better health than obviously not working out but i'm saying from an overall holistic healthy standpoint working out does not undo the unhealthy things you put into your body eating all that unhealthy food and then working out doesn't yeah, but if I take I take one shot of apple cider vinegar every day, they say that stuff cle cleans out all your pipes, all of them. It's got over three hundred uses. It says it on the bottle. You know, I use that for a lot of things, and yet 
Rob, Rob, you need an intervention. <laughs> <laughs> and then we need to write down the intervention and send it to you later because you always forget. <laughs> well, that's just I'm not paying attention. Um, yeah, I've, I've noticed. I'm not going to finish this sausage. With the tears. My, my body hurts. I'm going to stop eating. I almost finished Someone all of them. But see, that's the thing. That's, you know. Um, yeah, you shouldn't eat till you have a stomachache, my guy. That's uh. So my buddy told me that you should only work out so long because if you work out harder than that, it stops burning the fat and starts bur burning the muscle. True. So some of your Marine compadres there at the GYM, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, there what comes I a point know. where you work out too hard, and that's what happens. Uh, there also comes a point where, like, people who work out and then don't rest, you ab resting is absolutely essential to to the getting fit process. I know. Like, honestly, like, I, uh, I looked in the mirror today, and I'm like, what? I didn't even work out yesterday. Why do I look better today than I did three days ago? And I think that's because exercising seven days a week is not good. You're not supposed to exercise seven days a week. I mean, you can do like, so when I was working back in the day when I was working out like real hardcore, uh, usually I would do a day, I would do every other day. And on the yeah. other day, I would just do very light yoga to make sure that my muscles didn't get tense or anything. <coughs> but that was so every other day you would work out hard and then the rest days you would just do some cardio basically? Yeah, cardio and then just stretching. Keep it limber. Keep it limber. <coughs> so, excuse me. Um, I didn't work out yesterday, and all I've done today is I went on for an hour-long walk. We'll be going for another hour-long walk after this show. But that's it. No weightlifting today. So I'm afraid my muscles are going to get smaller, so maybe I should move some rocks or something. Because the gym's closed now. They close at 7 on the weekends. Yeah. Soon I'll I be wish, able to go back I wish to I I wish I lived at a place where there were more boulders just like laying so I could just like move boulders or like large rocks, you know, carry them around. <laughs> what? Yeah. You're so random. You want to get one of those big tires and flip them? I know, like Rocky Four style. Here's the deal, though. I need to just go to an auto store, like some like hillbilly auto place or a junkyard and just be like, yo, can I have a tire? And then just bring one home and not make a tire, not make a tire swing out of it. Cause that's all I really want to do. Who are you? Fred Flintstone. Wait, star left. I can't watch this open mouth chewers bug the hell out of me. Same, same. See, it's just because we were having a conversation. I don't normally chew my mouth open. I don't know if I trust this. I'll take your word for it. <laughs> Tentatively. Tentatively. Hold on, hold on. All right, see, there we go. Smart move. Smart move. I do like the red mic. That's a real nice shiny red mic. That's random. Oh, thanks, buddy. So when I was picking out when I was picking out microphones, you could get it in black, get it in blue, silver, red. And I go, well, what are my two favorite colors? Black and red, which this is. 
So that's how that went. I'm going to meet myself again because. Goodness. He ate during this and now he can't stop coughing. See? See, this is what happens when I eat too much too fast. It all just like sits right here. And then like my sinuses kick in and I have a hard time breathing. It's like a whole thing. That's everybody in my family tells me like, Rob, you have you have to stop eating so fast. And I'm like, I know. But then, you know, it just happens. Yeah, you're also supposed to chew each bite 30 times. That's what, okay. So you remember uh, uh, Michael Jackson's buddy, uh, Randy Jackson, or brother. He's one of the Jackson, you know, Randy Jackson. The Like, that's a no for me dog. You know, Randy Jackson. Wait, 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 wait. From that show? The singing From show? The, like, I'll take, I'll take a pass on this one. And then Paul Abdul's like, go, 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 yeah. go. That was Michael yeah. Jackson's Eric brother? Meyer? Yeah, I believe so. Whoa. Yeah, I know. Mind-boggling. I just learned that like five years ago. Did you also know Randy Jackson played bass on uh, two Springsteen albums when the E Street Band was not together? I, I know you don't care about that part. Oh. Anyways, look it up. Randy Jackson. So I believe he's related. Wait, he's not related to Michael? They lied to Jackson's me. Jackson's just a popular Liar. name. No. Hold on. Hold on. Let's look it up. Well, I am saying Jackson is a popular Jackson name, either way, whether related or not. Michael Jackson. Um, I don't think they look alike, though. Yeah, he, yeah, he is the younger brother of Michael Jackson. He's the former member of the Jacksons. Randy Jackson. Is it a different Randy Jackson? I don't think so. Now I'm confused. I'm double checking. This is very... Randy Jackson, born 1961, former member of the Jacksons and younger brother to Michael Jackson. I'm not seeing that. Let's see. Doesn't Look up I Randy Jackson, Stephen Randall Jackson. Um, I'm just looking on his Wikipedia, and there's nothing here about any of that. He's related to... Maybe it's a different Randy Jackson. They lied to me. So I'm looking at the picture of the dude from the show you were talking about. There yeah, could Randy be Jackson. There were a lot of Jacksons in the, oh, there's there more, was five. There's more Rand, there's more than one Randy Jackson. Randy is not a popular name, and I think for good reason. Is it short for Randolph? Yeah, every, everybody's yelling it. I'm telling you, I had literally just a few years ago, I was at this music thing and I was with all these people, and I don't know how the helicopter got up, but I was talking about Randy Jackson, Simon Colin, Paul Abdul. And they go, oh, yeah, he's related to Michael. And I'm like, no, there's no way. Like, that would have been a known thing. But there is a Randy Jackson from the Jackson 5. Oh, Chris Martinez, not to be confused with the famous baseball pitcher, Randy Johnson. I know. Anyways, okay, we're moving on. Too so many Randy Jackson lost a bunch of weight, like, 15 years ago, he was on the cover of People Magazine. And I know this because my mom got People Magazine and they would be in our bathroom and I would sometimes read the magazines. Um, and he said one of his tricks to weight loss was exactly what you said. Every mouthful of food, chew it 30 times before you swallow it. So that, that is a very long... random fact. And I love it. <laughs> Randall. Okay. Darius Jackson. Yeah. What an anecdote. I agree. So you're wearing a Westworld shirt, right? I have, so I have two of them. There's a whole story that goes along with this. 
Oh, I was going to say, so they're in the show. I think it's called level three, but it's the level where they, they have all the androids. So here's the deal. I only got halfway through season three and then I forgot to finish it. <laughs> I, I love season one. one. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So go ahead. But anyway, the, that area is filmed at the Hawthorne mall, which I've been to it's an abandoned mall in well LA. it's abandoned now it wasn't in the 90s they closed it down in the late 90s and they film a lot of what in la yeah and they film a lot of tv and movies there now because it's cool looking abandoned mall so i was watching the show i'm like oh yeah i've been there and now i'm pretty sure i'm an android i mean how can you tell i mean i look pretty lifelike but then i have times where i'm like no i'm definitely a robot then there was earlier today when I accidentally put cumin on my sweet potato instead of cinnamon. And then I felt, no, I'm pretty sure I'm just a flawed human and not an awesome Android. So there's that interesting, funny story that I felt I should share because your shirt reminded me of it. But I will say cumin on a sweet potato, not bad. Could have been better, but not bad. What? What's it called? What's what called? On the sweet potato. What you put on the sweet potato? Cumin. What's cunin? <laughs> oh, Rob, no. How do you spell it? How do you spell it? Use it in C -U -M -I -N. a sentence. C-U-M-I-N. C-U-M-I-N? Mm-hmm. So like, like cumin, but it's called cumin. Okay. C-U-M-I-N. Oh, that reminded me of another funny story. <laughs> I have, so I was listening to the radio and my my the you listen to the radio still what is this 2010 uh, i would have gone with an earlier year but yeah so i was listening to the radio and i just and they do the thing where it lists the name of the band and the song that's coming on or the song that's playing but it like rolls through so you know the song by quiet right come on feel the noise so i didn't know come on feel the noise was c-u-m so come on feel the noise and it was rotating but it so it was rotating where partial, the words were partially cut off. So it said, riot come. And I was staring at my display like, the fact that there's not a band called riot come is very disappointing. Well, there should definitely be a band or a song called riot come. Do you play what world do we live in where that's not a thing yet? We can start riot come. We're going to be a, uh, a new wave uh, country band called riot come. Country? Uh, a new wave country band. So like with some synthesizers. Okay. Right. So I'm here for the synth, but I feel like there needs to be a saxophone player, but I'm willing to forego the sax player for the synth. How is it? You don't love Springsteen as much as I do. If you love saxophone, like the big man, you know, Clarence Clemens. I don't like folky. Like, I don't know, whatever the fuck he was doing. Like, Americana music is not my jam, my guy. Springsteen? Well, his first, like, ten albums are just straight rock and roll. Ten? Do you call that rock and roll? Nah. <laughs> what do you call it? What do you call Born to Run? That's not rock and roll? Folky. Folky. Okay, yeah, his first album was pretty folky. I'll give you that. And then so was Tom Joad. So was The River. Anyway. If you have an album called The River, it's probably folk. <laughs> He went down to the river, into the river we dive. Oh, down to the river. Yes, Chris. So I, here's the deal. Rob's got some people that are. I, I am officially a YouTuber if I've got people that are out from my head, because I was told Randy Jackson 
was related to Michael Jackson. There is a Randy Jackson that's related to Michael Jackson, just not the Randy Jackson from American Idol. So I stand corrected. I'm here to apologize. This will be my uh, uncanceling moment to apologize to the world that I got two Randy Jacksons confused, not to be confused with Randy Johnson, the famous baseball pitcher. Oh but. my gosh. See, this is why people need to have unique names, but also not, naming is very complicated and I get that. We both have unique names, which works. I like that. I like that there's no other Rob, well, my grandpa, but he's dead now. So there's no other Rob Fishbeck. Yeah, but your name's very simple. You lucky, lucky, lucky. My name's Robert. My real name's Robert. Robert is simple. That is a simple, easy, common name. Yeah. I will say, anyway, so this, Trace years ago, before a gig, I had a couple hours to kill. So I went to Kohl's and they had uh, t-shirts two for 20. And I got Westworld, and I got one that says, I am Groot. I haven't worn that shirt in a while. And uh, probably because it's green. Anyways, I don't wear green a lot. Flash forward like two or three months, I'm back at Kohl's. And I like to go for the deals, usually about this time of the year, and then into like October. And I'm flipping through the clearance racks, because they always got clearance racks there. And I found the same Westworld shirt that I paid $10 for, for $2.99 for $3. So I bought bought a second one along with like five other shirts that I wear in the wintertime. Anyways, my anecdote was I have two of the exact same shirt and I love it. I fucking love it. I love having two of them. That's I cool. I got yeah. this from Target. Hey, you said it right. I've been saying it right. You're the one who's talking like Borat. Tache. I wonder if Yoda, I wonder what, I wonder how Yoda would say Tarje if it would be like. Would not. He. Yoda wouldn't go to Tarje. Where, where, where do you think? Okay. So if Yoda was in the, we'll, we'll end the show soon, but if Yoda was in this world, where? Wait, looks like Rob wasn't born to run. Why am I not born to run? I was born to run. I haven't got my running shoes on. Uh, I know I'm working on getting thick calves, but, uh, if Yoda, if Yoda came to this planet, what stores do you think Yoda would shop at? Like, where would Yoda hang out? Okay. So probably unpopular opinion, but hot topic. he would send what? He'd hang out at, at hot topic. I think that's where he buys buy his clothes. <laughs> no? You're making like a 900-year-old unknown species of alien, a teenage emo kid? Are emo still a thing? I don't know what the kids are these days. I was going to say, he would send a youngling to do his work for him. Tell me. I'm fool to do your dirty work. Oh, yeah. That was uh that was also I believe that was also on the first Steely Dan album. Can't buy a thrill, 1972. The opening track was reeling in the years. What? I'm going back to I'm going back to Quiet Riot internally. Ooh, well, I was in the car today. Uh, Safety Dance came on. See, now that's a great song. 
No, the song you sent me earlier was a great song. The one you messaged me. And I was like, I love this. This is a great song. Quiet Riot and the Safety Dance. Okay, so wait. Do you listen to metal? Do I or have I? Because those are two very different <laughs> answers here. Have I? Many okay, no. times. Uh -huh. Do I? No. Like Not I said, the hardest name? music I listen to is ACDC. ACDC is the hardest rock. Hardest? hardest, yes. ACDC? <laughs> yeah. It's like the hardest music I listen to. Like ACDC okay. and Led Zeppelin. Wow. See, yeah. like high school me would not have gotten along with high school you musically in terms of music. Hardest. Wow. Most people would at least go with like a Rammstein or something. Right. I thought it was Ramstein. Rammstein? German. I've heard that. I've heard them before. I also like. I like that song. Breaking the law. Breaking the law by Judas Priest. That's a. That's a barn burner right there. Breaking the law. Breaking the law. That's about. That's about it. I. There's a couple Metallica songs I can stomach. Not a big Metallica fan. Oh my gosh. Okay. Um, for some reason, everybody loves their cover of Bob Seger's "Turn the Page," and I'm like, Are you on crack? The live bullet version, the live the Bob Seger version, yeah, yeah, not the Metallica version. It's Wolf City. I just realized that's a cover. Wow, I'm gonna have to go listen to them back to back. Slow down. So Bob Seger wrote the original. No, I mean, I just like it. Just it just occurred to me that they also sang that song. So I was in the car and I was listening to the Beatles ver the Beatles. Um, oh shit! What's, band of all time. Song? What's the song uh, Joe Co Joe Cocker did a version of? Joe Cocker. I'm not gonna say it that way. His name, his name. First of all, his name is universally pronounced in all languages. Joe Cocker, not Coker. I purposely it's, mispronounced it's, uh, it. It's oh, oh, would you do? Sing out a tune. Would you stand up and walk out little on me? And it just occurred to me that it was the same song, and I never realized it was the same song because they sound so different. I will try not to sing out of key. Now, so I love see, that. I'm also doing a Joe Cocker impression because, like, this is how yeah, it Yeah, I got it. I I've got gotten it. so me on stage when I don't have my guitar strapped onto me. Uh, a lot of people compare me to Joe Cocker the way I like move around. Um, so here's what the difference. Turn into a music show. Here's the difference between the original version sung by Ringo Starr, written by John Lennon and Paul McCartney, versus the Joe Cocker version that came out two years later. Okay. Joe Cocker's version is in three, four time. The Beatles version is in four, four time. So I don't know what that means. I'm I'm about to tell you. So what would you do if I sang out a tune? Would you stand up and walk out on me? Lend me your ears and I'll sing you a song. I will try not to sing out of key. Okay, that's the that's the Beatles version. It's what would you do if I it's in it's in three four time. One, two, three, one, two, three, one, two, three, one, two, three. How little hell from my friend. Macos. That is not explaining. How am I not explaining? It? Yeah, you you often say that you're explaining things. You are you are really not. <laughs> I, I still haven't ripped my band aid off yet. 
So the Beatles version is in 4-4 time. The Joe Cocker version is in 3-4 time. The Beatles version is a pop rock song. The Joe Cocker version is a soul, rhythm, and blues song. So I only understood the last two things you said. When you're talking numbers, that literally doesn't make any sense. You might as well be speaking a foreign language. You do if I sing out a tune. So just say one's faster and one's slower. No, they're in different time signatures. So the count, so the count, okay, on the Beatles version is one, two, three, four. One, two, three, four. The count on the Joe Cocker version is one, two, three, one, two, three. Okay, but I don't know what the count means. So, like, what does that even mean? That's a, a, is that a tempo? It's in a different no. So time, so time signature and tempo are two different things. Hold on, I'll, I'm. I know. Don't I? Don't get frustrated with me. I'm not a college professor at this. So I'm just trying. I'm trying to wing it. So tempo is how fast or slow it is. The time signature. This is more for sheet music and specifically for drummers. Okay. I mean, I need to know this as well. What the time signature is for a multitude of reasons, but and so does everybody else in the band. But to simplify it as best as we can, tempo is, I'm going to sing a song. I'm going to sing a song. I'm going to sing a song. It's how slow or how fast. That's still at four beats per minute. Or not four beats per minute. That's that's tempo. Four, four time signature. If you're, so like a lot of, a lot of R&B soul music, a lot of times it's in three, four time. It's that one, two, three, one, two, three, one, two, three. And it helps you kind of rock like that. Whereas rock music is in four, four time. And then a lot of old country music is what's what's called in two, four time. That's why I call it two step. So instead of like one, two, three, four, it's like one, two, one, two, one, two, one, two. Does that make sense? You just keep saying numbers, but I don't know <laughs> specifically what is the number in reference to. Yeah. If it's not so, and then like, so like, for example, they're a lot. So like prog rock bands, a lot of times are in like, oh, for example, okay, Money. You know the song Money by Pink Floyd? That's in oh, seven, eight time. I'll just Google it. <laughs> We're so Googling. So is, so is Here Comes the Sun by the Beatles. In music, what does it count? <laughs> I mean, Matt, literally, this is, I mean, thank you, Matt, because this is the most simple way you can explain it. You either stop on the three or the four. Okay, so counting is a system of regularly occurring and then you get into math with the performance or addition of music by allowing the easy identification of the beat. What okay. is the beat on? Is it? One, two, three, four. One, two, three, four. Or is it so one? I'm pretty sure two, I'm tone three. deaf because I've, I've never yeah. been able to pick up a beat. Being, like, I don't being tone deaf means you can't, when you go to sing, you don't know the difference between like you're in D or you're in B flat or you're in G. That's so, tone deaf. Okay, you're so just I was not, doing this yeah. thing that was choreographed and you we were supposed to walk on on the beat and I'm literally sitting there like I don't you keep counting and telling me numbers I don't understand how this what how this relates to the music to, it does I not I don't hear it like that I just don't understand what people are talking about when they say these things I'm so confused Glenn help Glenn 
we're trying to teach Lego the difference between three, four time and four, four time. So, but anyway, so back to Joe Cocker. So Joe Cocker also does a banging version of she came in through the bathroom window by the Beatles. And so I, I don't know if most people know this Joe Cocker, 90% of his music are covers. He was a cover artist. He was a singer, you know, uh, love lift us up where we belong from an officer and a gentleman. That was a freshly written tune. You are so beautiful. That was a freshly written tune, but pretty much all of it does not feeling all right, which was a big hit by Joe Cocker was originally by traffic from two or three years earlier. So most of Joe Cocker's music is their covers. They're not, they're not original tunes. Joe Cocker also did Leonard Cohen's bird on a wire. No, I hit with that. Love Leonard Cohen. You love Leonard Cohen? Yeah. Why haven't we talked about this yet? I don't know. Oh my gosh. I mean, That's like, come I've on. A few of his albums. What are your favorite Leonard Cohen songs? What's, um, Again? everybody knows yeah. is my favorite. Everybody and then knows. Hallelujah, obviously, is amazing. Well, yeah, yeah, but it's kind of overrated at this point. It's like it's like Danny California for Red Hot Chili Peppers or Born uh, to Run for Springsteen. It's it's kind of overrated. Well, other people's covers are kind of overrated. Leonard Cohen's is still phenomenal. Right. I will say this. I will say this. So, uh, Dance Me to the End of Love, the live version. The guests and Who by Fire and Who by Fire. That, oh, man. Uh, so long, Marianne. Uh, Chelsea Hotel number two is actually my that might be my favorite Leonard Cohen song. Did you know he wrote that about Janis Joplin? Oh no. Oh, but you got away, didn't you, baby? You just turned your back on the crowd. Oh, it's, it's beautiful. Lana Del Rey does a great cover of that. Um, I there's love so Lana many. Del Rey. You know, there's so many great Cohen songs. Honestly, I think uh, I'm Your Man might be my favorite. If you need a lover, he he really goes like full on Tom Waits backslash like Dracula in that song. Like, if you need a lover, I've never heard dance. anyone compared Leonard Cohen to Dracula. Yeah, because it's like I just love it. I have I've been putting up posters. I have back there a Nosferatu poster. Have Dracula so, one too, but I didn't hang it. So I ha I haven't said anything to you yet, but I've noticed like as the weeks go on. You keep adding more things to your studio. I'm waiting for you to back whatever desk you're at, like five feet, and then just, ooh, damn, look at that. Can you, for uh, for everybody that's watching right now, can you share with us all of your posters? Yeah, so I have, oops, Back to the Future, of course, Stranger Things, uh, let's see, Thor Ragnarok. This is a poster for uh, the House of Dark Shadows, which is the first Dark Shadows film they made which they made during the filming of the show which is one of the reasons the show got canceled very interesting story wait i have a lot of it, questions it, with that. but go what, ahead keep going. okay uh nosferatu <laughs> have been looking online for something to put here this is close encounter of a third kind which is my favorite movie from 1977 if you know what else came out in 1977 you'll understand why that is a that is a, a hot take <laughs> annie hall what? Annie Hall? Star Wars? 
Oh yeah, that's right. You don't know the competing thing between Star Wars and Close Encounters no, that made no Steven Spielberg a shit ton of money? No. Okay, I'll, I'll come back to that story later. And then this is from the a poster that was created by some of the people who founded the Women's March, and it says, "We do people defend dignity." I bought that one because I felt like she looked the most like me, and I'm vain like that. Yeah. Oh, you're vain too. I'm so vain. Uh, yeah. So I have a question. So dark shadows. What's the difference between dark shadows and what we do in the shadows? And can you explain all that? So I only watched the movie, What We Do in the Shadows. I didn't watch the show. So What We Do in the Shadows is kind of like a, it's very silly and it it's made like a found, well, not found footage, just made like a documentary show about vampires. It's just kind of a goofy, you know, Taika Waititi is in it, Jermaine Clemens. I don't think I said his name correctly and I acknowledge that. Um, they're in it, and it's, it's just kind of a funny movie. Dark Shadows is a 1966 soap opera that is very overdramatic, and it contains a lot of different storylines from various gothic novels, such as Dracula, Frankenstein. It also has The Wolfman, which is not a novel, but obviously a very famous story. Uh, they do Jane Eyre, Rebecca. Question. Dark Shadows, like the Johnny Depp movie. <gasps> because that's what i meant when i said i don't know the difference between dark shadows and what we do in the shadows i thought this was the the vampire movie with with j Depp. okay so dark shadows the abomination that was created by he who shall not be named with douchebag in it you mean tim burton and johnny depp for those for those yeah 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 for listeners those two uh individuals I don't. Eh. That is created based off the original 1966 soap opera, and it is. Did I mention an abomination? It is a slap in the, fa- slap in the face to fandom. It is urinating and defecating on the source material. It shows a complete and fundamental lack of the source material and the characters. To say that I dislike that is my most disliked movie. There has never been a movie I have disliked more than that movie. I walked out on that movie in the theater. I got in for free and wanted my money and time back. Oh, I despise Burton and I despise that waste of time and film. And more importantly, and I've, I've said this about Castle Rock, a waste of a David Selby cameo. And what makes it worse is that poor Jonathan Frid passed away like a week before the movie came out. I think it killed him. There, I said it. I went to high school with a guy Grant named Dave concluded. Selby. I went to a guy, I went to high school with a guy named Dave Selby. Really nice guy. I don't know what Dave Selby you're speaking of. David Selby. Oh, have you seen the phenomenal film that is D3? What's D3? D three, the Mighty Ducks three. He's in that. Oh, I've never seen the Mighty Ducks. (gasps) I love the Mighty Ducks. You probably wouldn't because it's kids in it, whatever. But I love the Mighty Ducks. Uh, Have you seen Forever Young? May God bless and keep you always. May your wishes all come. Oh wait, no, no, no. sorry, wrong movie, wrong movie. Not Forever Young. Dying Young. 
audio no, movies. No, there's Let's a movie see. called Forever Young that I've never seen. Came out in nineteen. There is a movie called Forever Young. You probably wouldn't like it because it has a young Elijah Wood. But I mean, Elijah Wood I can't actually stand ever Elijah a child. Wood. I literally cannot stand. But uh, you also probably wouldn't like it because. I, I think he was miscast as Frodo, to be completely honest. I, I can't stand Elijah Wood. I've never liked a movie that or a show that I've seen him with. You, you remember that one with him and the dog, Wilfred? Yes. Yeah. I like the dog. I like that. Dirk Gently is one of my favorite shows, too. I also can't stand uh, Tobey Maguire and 90% of Jake, Jake Gyllenhaal movies. I like Brokeback and I like uh, Nightcrawler. That's about it. So circling back around, so that explains Dark Shadows. You have a Leonard Cohen poster? What? Wait, you did missed you say something. Adam? No, I know. How do we get to the posters from Al Cohen? I don't know. Oh. oh I God. said I you you said Leonard Cohen was like a vampire, and I said that I have a Nosferatu poster. Oh, you have Nosferatu. Nosferatu. Quack quack, Mister Ducksworth. Interesting. I've I've never seen quack, the Mighty quack, Ducks. Quack, 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 is that quack, from, quack, is quack, that from quack. the Mighty Ducks? What? Is that from the Mighty Ducks? Mr. Ducksworth? I know Mr. Bigglesworth, which is Dr. Evil's cat. That's what is happening? Danny M says, What is happening? What is happening is me and my friend Ski, one of the reasons that we are like such great friends with one another was a long time ago back in high school wasn't that long ago we were talking about something and he goes he because he likes spider-man you know what i mean what what, what, are you, what are you doing? he likes okay. spider-man and okay. i was like this was before the amazing you know all we had was we Sp spider-man 3 hadn't even come out yet so it's like oh five and i was like man i really like the spider-man movies but i really don't like toby mcguire and he's like oh i can't stand toby mcguire and i'm like yes and then jake gyllenhaal I like some of his movies. I don't like most of them, but I know hot takes and I'm fully caffeinated and I've eaten today. So, I mean, I don't think he's anyone's favorite actor. I mean, he's probably someone's favorite actor, but he's not like globally beloved or something like that. Like, you know why? He's not that great of an actor. Tobey Maguire. He's not. No he's comments fine. on that one. <laughs> he's fine. He's fine. He's a fine actor. Pleasantville was fine. Seabiscuit was fine. I thought Jeff Bridges did a outstanding per I loved Pleasantville when I was in high school. Prisoners now, listen, is amazing. Listen, Prisoners top 10, maybe top 20 favorite movies of this past decade. Yeah, for Jake sure. Gyllenhaal, Jake Gyllenhaal is great in that movie. He's fine. But Hugh Jackman. You don't like Jake um, Gyllenhaal either? Did I miss that? Did I omit that from my memory because I disagree buddy, with you so much? Buddy, we've we've literally been talking about this for like five solid minutes. You were talking about Toby Maguire, Toby. were you? I also said Jake Gyllenhaal. I like some of his. I like Prisoners, uh, Nightcrawler. I could not. Oh, okay. Down. That's when you said Nightcrawler, and I think I blanked because I I, I just completely erased it from my mind, and like I didn't couldn't believe you said it, and I was like I repressed the memory instantaneously. I. Jake Gyllenhaal is a phenomenal actor. You might not like what he's been in, but I don't think it can be argued that he's a good actor. He's intense. He's a, good, he's a way better actor than, than Tobey Maguire is. You just compared him to someone we know you don't like. Bruh. I know. I agree. I agree. It's a great movie. I just, like, 
What's there's the a difference end of between, watch? I say this all the time. You know, there's a difference between not li- like, I don't like most movies Denzel Washington is in because I just don't have any interest in them. He's a great actor. I just don't like the movies he's in because I find them boring as hell. I think the only movie I like that he's in is. Don't you come after my man, Denzel? What? Wait, out of all the Denzel movies, that's the one you like? (laughs) Oh dear. Oh dear. No. What was the one that he was in with? uh, With with what's his name? John Goodman. I like that one. Which one? Flight or Fallen? Fallen. Okay, he was all. They were also in Flight together. Yeah, I just it's I just don't particularly like the movies he's in. I recognize and, he's a phenomenal actor. End of watch. End of watch was great. I just Jake Gyllenhaal is a good actor. Like I he's know. he's probably one of the better actors of of our I lifetime. Don't, I, don't, I don't care for him that much. I I will say his performances in the four films that we've talked about are good, but the rest of them are whatever. Anyways, and honestly, that, if you're talking prisoners, can we just? The person who we should be talking about is Paul Dano, who is yeah, the, one you. of the most underrated actors of our life. The Have you seen Love and Mercy, with where where he played the younger Brian Wilson and John Cusack played the older Brian Wilson from the Beach Boys? Oh, that sounds amazing. You haven't seen this movie? It came out in no. 2015. Elizabeth Banks is in it too. And I need to now. You need to watch this movie. It's phenomenal. It's one of the what best biopics out there. It's called Love and Mercy. Love and Mercy. Okay. Well, I'll just text me. Yeah, but um. Paul Dano and Hugh Jackman. Those are the big takeaways from Prisoner. Gyllenhaal was great, but Gyllenhaal plays the straight man. You get what I'm saying? He plays the yeah. same thing with End of Watch. He plays the straight man. Yeah, you know I go I mean? the opposite like, way when I well, I think it's it's Dano and Gyllenhaal over Jackman. Hugh Jackman is I I I'm not as Jackman's big as over the top. That's one of his most they're like, all great though. Roles. He he's not he's not playing type. That's why I like it so much. He's not playing type. He's playing the he's playing the like kind of the crazy person. You know what I mean? And Paul Dano is just menacing. He's so good. So good. I felt heart-wrenching, but all right, menacing works too. Yeah. I really I actually yeah, I don't see menacing at all, but what, okay. I, what I mean, well, what I mean by menacing is you I don't want to give the movie away. Right. The whole movie so you use the word heart-wrenching. I use the word menacing because his face. So the way he talks, yes, heart-wrenching. But the way he looks, because the whole movie you're trying to figure out, is he the guy that did it? You know yeah. what I'm saying? Very aesthetic. He, yeah. He does that menacing that. face. He does that very menacing face that like he looks innocent, but he looks very guilty at the same time. And the way he talks and describes things and all that kind of stuff, you're like, what what did this dude do? Now I don't want to give the movie away for those of you that have not seen it, but I would say menacing. But I don't mean menacing like Heath Ledger is Joker menacing. I mean like menacing in terms of just the way he plays his facial expressions. Heart wrenching would be more for the way he speaks, if that makes sense. Yeah, in terms of expression, I would say apathetic. Apathetic. Yeah, well, there's a uh, Mo. There's a turning point in the film where you no longer feel the way either one of us have described him. You know what I mean? Like, cause, cause then you just straight up feel bad for him. It's a, it's a totally different. Uh, I would say probably three quarters of the way through the film. That's where the turn is. If that makes sense. 
Oh, that came really early on for me. That movie. So my friend and I went to so, see it. I didn't know until the end. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Hugh Jackman is my friend's favorite actor, and I worked at the theater at the time. So we went to go see the movie, the opening weekend. We knew nothing about the movie except the cast. So we're both just sitting in the theater, like crying or trying not to cry. And we kind of looked over, like, you crying? No, you, no. Just both sniffling, though. It was hilarious. Oh, uh, yeah. Definitely did not expect that movie to be what it was. Fantastic film, though. Um, complete. I'm so bad with name retrieval. Who directed the movie? Super famous fucking guy. Doing Dune. Oh, I'm thinking, uh, I know Roger Deakins did the don't, cinematography. Don't, don't. Denny Villeneuve. Good job. Good so, job. Good job. Also directed Blade Runner 2049, correct? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I need to rewatch that. I watched it once. And I was really fucked up when I watched it. And I feel like I don't remember the movie. I need to rewatch it. So I just find those movies visually stunning, but they're really, they're really damn boring. Like, I know I watched them. And I really couldn't tell you much. I could the tell only you the of Blade Runner. Yeah. It's just the like, only part of, it's just not for you. And it should be. I, like, I look at that movie. I love Ridley Scott. That That should totally be like, like on paper, that's so your movie. You know what if I it mean? Was more, if it was more like Cowboy Bebop, which is what I kind of wanted it to be, and it wasn't. <laughs> and I really just need, I really needed that Cowboy Bebop energy, and it, it wasn't there. So Final Cut's the only version of Blade Runner that I like. And is that the one with or without the unicorn? With? Okay. I get them all jumbled. Final Cut's the one without the shining ending, the shining footage ending with the voiceover narration. I don't think I've seen that one then. Here, so the original cut from 82, they used unused footage from The Shining. And it was like from a helicopter basically going down a road. And yeah. Harrison Ford does this like voiceover narration to like wrap up the movie because the studio didn't like the way the movie ended. And then I I don't think I've ever seen the director's cut because I don't really know what the difference between uh, the director's cut and the final cut is. But there's a final cut. That's the one I've seen like two or three times. I've seen the original cut once and I, I did not like it at all. It looks good. The plot's fine. It's a good movie. It's not. I think everybody needs to see it. It's not mind boggling. It's not the best movie of 1982. The thing is way better. The remake of the thing. Literally, the only the only scene I remember from that movie is when he's sitting down and just keeps saying enhance, 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 enhance. And I'm sitting there thinking, how long is the scene gonna last? last? I need to rewatch the thing too because I've not I've only seen it once and it was like ten years ago. I, I lied. I I lied. I rewatched it at the beginning of COVID, but it was really late at night. I need to rewatch it again. I've also I've seen Escape from New York, but I've never seen Escape from LA. Uh oh. Uh oh. So they're on the side. I haven't hung anything yet, but like I made posters for John Carpenter movies. So I have Halloween and oh, In the Mouth cool. of Madness. I've never and seen In the Mouth of Madness. Love that movie. And then I have They Live and one of my all-time favorite films ever made, Big Trouble Little China. See, I couldn't get into that movie. I watched it once and was like, nah, I don't like it. I don't like it at all. Oh 
Oh I didn't God. understand it at all. It just whoosh, right over my not, head. Yes. You know, I think it we all love snakes. Escape from New York is phenomenal. I've just never seen, I never saw Escape from LA. Why are you? Why are you I wouldn't. Escape from LA is not as good. That's a, that's, that's a, that's a statement that I'm sure most people would concur with. Escape from New York is like, I want to live in that world. It's one of those movies where they did the exact same plot and not as well the second time around. Big Trouble in Little China. I, I watched it one time like five years ago because it was on my list of movies I haven't seen. And I didn't get it. I didn't understand it was supposed to be a comedy or an Oh, I have a whole movie. Big Trouble in Little China video. It's pretty funny. So, okay, so I'm, basically. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to watch you explain it to me, basically. Basically, they wanted to make a movie that was a Western um, martial arts film, essentially. And they weren't allowed to do that. So they... They weren't allowed to make a Western martial arts film? That makes no fucking sense. It was the 80s, my man. I don't know. So anyway, what they did was they changed it up a bit. And Kurt Russell was doing basically a John Wayne impression. And if you watch the film carefully, his friend, Wang, is the hero of the movie. However, they just weren't allowed to have an Asian male lead. So Kurt Russell's the lead. And actually the beginning where uh, Egg Chen What's is- his name? What's his lawyer. character's name? What? What's his character's name in that movie? Kurt Russell? Yeah. Jack Burton. Doesn't he have like a catchphrase or something? He has a few. It's okay. all in the reflexes. You just tell them what my good pal Jack Burton's always saying. The check is in the mail. He has quite a few things he says throughout the show. Throughout. He's a very talkative. He's got a lot of one-liners. Anyway, so okay. at the beginning, Egg Chen, when he says, you leave Jack Burton alone, and he's talking to the lawyer and he shows him the magic, that was actually something that they had to add in because the studio mandated it, which doesn't actually make any sense why they, why anybody would be looking for Jack Burton over any of everyone else who was there at Low Pan's place. Uh -huh. And it's just, it's a great movie. And it's funny if you watch the movie knowing who the real hero of the story is versus who's the sidekick, even though the film shows them in kind of reversal, you know, a reversal of the situation. Because if you watch the movie carefully, Kurt Russell, you know, accidentally kicks his gun away and has to go find it and come back when he's back. You know, his friends knocked everybody out. And he doesn't have to do anything. At the end fight, he shoots his gun off and knocks rocks off the ceiling down. And he literally knocks himself out. So he's not even involved in it. You know, there's all these things that are, yeah, super comedic. See, you like Big big Trouble in Little China. I like Roadhouse with Patrick Swayze. That's more my kind of movie. I, don't know what I haven't talking. seen all of it. <laughs> you haven't seen? Are you fucking kidding me? You I watched part of it, but I got bored and left. It's so good. Patrick Swayze's just oh, he's just oh. Patrick Swayze's just uh What are your I favorite Patrick Swayze? Yeah, I didn't care for that movie as much as most people did. See, we're just, we like opposite films. I know. But but the ones that we both like, we really like. You know. Oh, this is, we're, this, we're literally like all over the place on this show. I, I, like, 
Did did I explain? Wait, this episode has devolved into you haven't seen this. You don't know how to count to four. Is it in three four time signature and four four time signature? But Joe Cocker, so you so you like Joe Cocker. So here's the deal. I saw Joe Cocker. Little, little fun story. It was 2008, and me and a couple people went to the amphitheater to buy tickets at the at the gate. It was Joe Cocker in the Steve Miller band. Okay. Lawn tickets were $15. We walked up and they had not sold out. We got seats. No bullshit for six bucks a ticket. We got seats to see. It was an amphitheater, you know, half seats, half grass. Joe Cocker came out and put on just this amazing show for an hour and a half. And then Steve Miller band came out and they put on an awesome, amazing show for an hour and a half as well. Joe Cocker, Joe Cocker died uh, six years later. He passed away in 2014. Phenomenal. Steve Miller's great. What are your fit? Uh, take the money and run jet airliner jungle. Love jungle. Love may be my favorite, favorite Steve Miller song. Uh, on, Abra. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Abra, Abra, Cadabra, going to reach out and grab you. That's a barn burner. And he's got Yes. He also has a song yeah. called Rockin' Me. Keep on a rockin' me, baby. Keep on a rockin' me, baby. Uh, you talk for a second, so I'm going to look up Steve Miller songs. Is Steve Miller Yacht Rock? Yes. Steve, most of Steve, not all of, because Steve Miller's got a lot of, lot of, lot of, he's got a lot of like bluesy stuff. I also, Steve Miller is just also supposedly just a total asshole. When they got inducted into the Hall of Fame, um, the guys from the Black Keys were like trying to talk to him and stuff, and he was just being like a total dick to him. And it's like they're the fucking they're it's our uh, Dan Auerbach and why why am I blanking on the he's married to Michelle Branch from the Black Keys. Oh, hold on, now you're just making words up. Just making words up. Hold on, I'm looking oh, at why. Oh, Patrick Carney. Patrick Carney. He's married to Michelle Branch and then Dan Auerbach. They're awesome. They're really cool people. They're from Ohio. Steve Miller's got, oh, you got the Joker. I'm a Joker. I'm a smoker. I'm a midnight Joker. Fly like an eagle. Jet airliner, abracadabra, take the money and run. Rocking me. Jungle love. Swing town. What was the song you said? Valerie? Yeah, maybe I'm thinking of someone else. No, I think that's, I think, I think that's somebody else. Valerie. Like... Wait, like Valerie, like uh, by what's her face? Um, it's by a dude. Maybe it's a different Steve. Maybe, isn't there a? Isn't there a? Oh no, Steve Winwood. You're thinking of ah. Steve Winwood. Isn't there a song called Valerie by Amy Winehouse? I can't name a there single is. Amy Winehouse there song. Is. It's shocking. I don't know who that is. Valerie, Valerie. You know, you know who Amy Winehouse is. Rehab makes me want to go to rehab and not say no, no. Yeah, I don't know a lot of songs from the Ots or the Nows. Danny, here's, here's the deal. This is going to be a 10-minute. Yeah, the Ots. That's what we're going to call it for sure. Here's the thing, Danny. This went from a 10-minute stream where Rob was going to quickly shove a bunch of food down his throat hole and then go for an hour-long walk. And now we've turned this into a awesome, like, this is the show. You know what I mean? Right here. We're living and breathing in it. 
Thus proving my theory, names are hard. Name, okay, I remember most of the things, but also there we did. I did no prep work for this show. Like normally, like if we're gonna cover something, I have a list written down of like people that you might not like. Kurt Russell, everybody knows who Kurt Russell is, but what is that? What? I'm just advertising Big Trouble in Little China, and they live. They live. People need to watch that. I think I think in May we should do our John Carpenter episode, but. We don't have to do it as a stereo. We could do it on your channel through StreamYards. By the way, have you noticed your subs have been going like through the roof on your channel? It's like ridiculous. <laughs> okay. I creep. I creep once a week just to see where you're at. You have a problem, my man. You I don't have a problem. I creep on everybody's to see where their subs are at. I like to know where everybody's subs are. Listen, <laughs> I could know we struggle with the same. I'm not calling you out. I know. Weston says you were overtaken by pants. Oh, Danny, don't don't encourage. Don't encourage. You need to I watch Invincible. No. No. You're, I, you're, that, listen, you're that against it? I slept for like 10 hours last night. I didn't even get around to watching the Tina the Tina Turner doc I wanted to watch. And it's 8.45 now, so if I go work in that's uh, fuck, it's dark. I can't go work in the yard. It's pitch black outside. God. I'm going to go for like an hour long walk and I'm going to come home. Then I'm probably just going to hang out. Want to write some songs. But I think I'm going to wait. Mm, I don't know. I don't know what I'm going to do tonight. I haven't decided yet. That being said, I think it's time we get out of here. Um, For sure. But you, okay. So how many episodes are there of this Invincible show? And what I do I need to go about be. it? I think there's only going to be eight or ten. Like, but right now, only twenty-two minutes. Are they twenty-two minute long cartoons or? It's like a forty-minute, forty-five minute. <laughs> You're that against it? You might like it. I have a hard time I'm, with animated. Let's see. Do Do you like Do you like DC? Uh, like superheroes? Yeah. Did you like? Live action, not not animated. You're that, you're just that against animation. I like the Harley Quinn cool. show. I tried to watch the Dark Knight Returns part one and I got like 30 minutes in and was like, I'm so confused. You just don't like animation. Okay. If you just don't like animation, then yeah, then, then forego it. But you know, if you're actually a fan of like good storytelling. Are you going to, why don't you review it on your channel? I'm going to, but I'm, I'm I was going to read the, uh, they have three volumes on Amazon prime available for free right now so i was going to read those and uh then i was going to watch the fourth episode but i edited a lot today and got sidetracked by uh errands and being an adult and you know life things and there was that that whole q and episode that really threw me and i'm human 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 wait q i thought you wait i thought that was human is c-u-m-i-n we went through this yeah. I thought you put that on food. Yes. I'm so confused. Apparently. This is amusing. Very entertaining. All right. We're going to get the fuck out of here because I want to go on my walk. And this has been amazing. I can't believe everybody's actually hung out with us this long. The fact that I'm not canceled yet. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Really, Making my way downtown. All right, everybody. I know you, you can find Legoland all over the place at Legoland 13. 
and go subscribe to her channel if you have not yet. You can find me everywhere at Rob Fishbeck. Brett Hankinson, Miles Cosgrove, Jonathan Mantley arrest the cops that killed Breonna Taylor for killing Breonna Taylor, not the fucking shots that missed. And for all victims of police brutality across this nation, say their names. We are with you and we will continue to fight the good fight until there are no more fights to be fought in this lifetime or the next. Remember to fluff your pillows. Don't flush your pillows. Do whatever you got to do to get that 1% better, that 1% happier today. And uh, speaking from a guy that knows it, I'm not the only one that knows it anymore. Check your internet. Make sure you blow on it first and at least figure out how to set up your hotspot for 3 a.m. live streams. Until next time, everyone, stay safe, be well, take it easy.